Welcome to the first episode of Ube Marte. We are Filipino-American females in their 40s, living life on our terms and pushing boundaries while loving life. Now, I want to first apologize for the sound quality of this first podcast. We are already learning, and I promise that the audio quality has already improved from episode two and on. Hopefully, you do not mind the bad audio quality this time because we do give a little background to why we started Ube Marte, introducing ourselves, and what's to come. So please enjoy our very first episode of Ube Marte. I'd like to bring it to my co-host, Lana, to introduce herself. So Lana, would you mind going ahead and introducing yourself? Let us know who you are. Hi, you guys. My name is Lana Ming Lallan. I am a Penai American born, raised here over my 40s, never been married, don't have any kids. I'm your typical Joe Coy stereotype. My pops was a Kosi and my mom was an RN. And so I was a military brat. And I myself, obviously, am an RN myself. Being one of three, I'm the only girl. And I am very much the middle child, your typical middle child, I think. So if you'd like, Gail, go ahead and introduce yourself. Sure. My name is Gail Knott. I'm 45. I've been married for almost 16 years. I have a two-year-old daughter who blessed us with her surprise when I was 42-year-old. <laughs> 42 years old. I'm self-employed. My husband and I are business coaches. We're in business together. And before we had Caden, we tried out RV life for about a year and a half. Want to continue going back to that when Caden gets a little older. I'm the oldest of three kids. Parents are Filipino immigrant parents. My dad was in the Navy. My mom was an RN. And I'm um, first generation American, born in California and raised here most of my life. So we moved around a little bit. I'll, I'll go into why we wanted to start Ube Marte. I'll share my why and Lana will share hers. My why is I'm, I've always been the one where I had a very strong opinion I always speak up, at least when at first, until I would get in trouble for speaking up. I was rude, mar arte, a whatever word that the family would say. And I I get it now as an adult, and I want to go into that at some point about why it's in part of our culture to say that to to kids and to people. But for me, it really shut me down, and I didn't find my voice until I was in my 20s and 30s and now in my 40s I, I now know who I am what I stand for what I believe in and I'm continuing to unpack any anything that I brought from my childhood into adulthood and becoming more of who I am as an adult versus what other people say or think that I should be I also enjoy podcasts and lots of YouTube videos, and I'm just starting to get into Clubhouse. And I've noticed there aren't a lot of people who look like me, sound like me, who are in my age group online. And I wanted to change that. I wanted to be able to share my voice because I still don't really see a lot of Panay women in their 40s on these platforms. If I can't find that, then maybe other people who are like me can't find that either and are looking for that. I wanted to be able to do this. And Lana and I have some great conversations, especially since the pandemic, unfortunately. But 
because <laughs> one benefit is that we do have great conversations and we realized that we were talking about we were talking about these topics that I think other Panais in our 40s could relate to and we could discuss. And what's great about a platform like Clubhouse is that we can talk about it live. We can share these stories. And if you can't join us live, you can hear the recording and we'll put it somewhere so that you can leave comments for us and we can read, read them and, and respond to them. You can also connect with us on Instagram and be able to build community, share our voices, speak up, be ma'arte, and do so in a way so that you can live your life on your terms. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wanted to start this. Lana, what was your why? Yeah, when we were talking, I really felt in that same kind of vein. And it got me to thinking about things in my life. And I like the voiceover part of Clubhouse. I'd always been told that you should do something with your voice. As a nurse, especially in pre-op PACU, they they go under anesthesia and whatnot. And I would just joke around with everybody that, oh, it's the drugs. It's the drugs. That's why that's what you're (laughs) thinking. I can put my voice out there. I don't have to be seen, but I can be part of the activism and stand up and, and voice what I want to be more ma'arte that way because I, I played by the rules. I was the good girl typical one. And as as long as I wasn't standing out or anything, then I would just I, I would just follow. And if I did stand out of line, I was being shunned for it, but in different ways or or curtailed in a way. But we can get into those later. That's the reason why I wanted to start it is to voice out, to show where I stand now, because I do see a progression in myself from when I was younger to to now and speaking up a little bit more and standing out into the light. As we had talked about it, it just seemed like a good way to be. We can't get this far in life and not be able to speak out. So cheers to us <laughs> women in our 40s speaking out. And that's the reason why I wanted to be part of the Ube Maarte. Yeah, definitely speaking out and speaking up. And I want to share a story too about how we came up with the name. When we were thinking about a name, we we knew that we wanted some type of Tagalog word, even though my family doesn't speak Tagalog <laughs> as their first language. They actually speak um, their own dialect to where they're from, but they do speak Taglish. But I know that's a, a universal language for Filipinos. So we wanted to find a Tagalog word that we can include in the title. I really love the t-shirts and clothing line by the Panay Collection, which was founded by Jovika Lee. And she has a, a shirt, actually several shirts with the word Maate on it. And that really stood out to me. Because like I, I mentioned before, that's what I was called. It's called Maate in LA and all that. <laughs> and I love how she's reclaiming that and say, yes, be, mm, you know, yes, yes. I am Maate. So, you know, what you gonna do about it? <laughs> I love that that pride in there. So I I showed it to Lana and she yes. And then Lana, why don't you share your part with the with the ube part? Yeah, I slept on it and it really resonated with me too. I like what it meant and how it stood out and for Maarte. And then for some odd reason, I woke up the next day and I was like ube. Ube is spelled like U-B-E. And I was thinking, Ube, is, it's a root that is only found in Philippines. And everybody knows what Ube is. You can find it in 
bread, you can find it by itself and it could be a dessert and all of these things. And with ube, I like that it was the color purple as well. And with that, just being that we stand for people of color, being BIPOC and solidarity and women empowerment and all of these things. With ube, I liked the pun on it. So you be ma'arte. So why not speak up, stand out, voice out, say what you want and um, come what may with it, really. So the ube was my whole thing. And then I want to shout out to Sophie Corbett. She's the creative, the 12-year-old that you see that made the kawaii on our logo. Such a talent there. She, I literally mentioned it to her. She made it and I don't know, 20 25 minutes she was like like this and like that and and there you go it was so nice and putting in her vein and of creativity and this was her contribution to Maarte I hope you guys like the little kawaii right there but yeah ube you be we have a cute little logo so if you haven't noticed it it's in the podcast art funny I just want to add to that when you told me ube I'm like, yeah, that's cool because yes, it's very sword. It's very Filipino. I love the color purple. I love ube. It didn't <laughs> hit me until you spelled it out for me, Lana. That I was like, you be. I'm like, oh, oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you spelled it out, definitely. <laughs> so yes, you be. Yeah, so that was our inspiration for creating this. What we want to share with all of you is what's coming up. We have some topics in mind. We are open to receiving feedback on future topics too, but we will be talking about parenting, love, relationships, religion, anti-racism, healing from childhood traumas, multi-generational artists in each decade and showcasing their talents, possibly how we're sandwiched in between two different generations. As well, that will be coming up. Travel, health, wellness, decolonization, and the kind of things that we had thought about. But we welcome any kind of comments or something to look at into more. Those are the topics that we had thought about. Hopefully, you guys will be joining us along through our journey as we explore more of these topics. So many Panais who laid the groundwork so that the younger generations can Mm-hmm. and feel more comfortable speaking up and being who they are. So that could be a, a great topic to go into. So we can talk about maybe why we even chose the day that we premiered. We premiered on the 18th of June, 2021, the day before Juneteenth. The reason why June 18th would be so good is because people of color and standing beside them and raising awareness through differences in cultures, I really felt we could all celebrate in this way together and stand with with other cultures and show them that there are people there that are supporting them and holding them and standing up for them. And that's the reason why uh, I thought that this would be such a great day to place it on for our premiere. And I know Gail had some ideas around it too, if you'd like to share that, Gail. I definitely wanted to show solidarity with the Black community and honoring Juneteenth. The reason why I love the idea of the 18th is I follow Chinese astrology and in Chinese astrology, that day happened to be a high energy balance day in the idea of 
balance in their lives, in fairness, in equity and equality. Uh, that was a, a great day to get started. Yeah, I think on the calendar when she showed me, I think it had five stars. <laughs> well, it's five stars I was like, to yes. me. It's five. It's a it's a personalized five stars. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. She did mention that, and I was like, I do the star system. <laughs> It was like, it was the one that was like the highest amount of stars. Highest I was like, yeah, yeah the highest good. you could see for me. Yeah. The, the, yes, the, the yes. excellent day, the, the great energy day, the balance day, that's universal. The, the star system is personalized to, to my astrology. So I'm like, sure, it's a five star day for me. That was true. <laughs> Story that we'd want to share about when we mm. maybe were called Ma'arte or felt we were being Ma'arte so we didn't speak up? Oh, my mom always thought that I was the hardest child. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're just like her, right? To, what she doesn't want to admit is I'm a chip off the old block. I'm a tall mini me. And trying to deal with her own personality coming back to her. That would probably be the only thing I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> for the most part of it but you know what dynamic wouldn't be <laughs> if you didn't have that in a mother-daughter relationship there has to be something going on oh so, yeah we could definitely yeah. go have a whole nother episode just on that because I <laughs> I think I'm opposite from my mom I'm not sure because sometimes my sister says I'm becoming more and more our mom I think the first time that I was I can't remember to be honest, when was the first time I was called Matarte or OA? I just know I'm joking, I'm having a good time, I'm laughing. And then my parents or someone in the family would say something about being Matarte or, or OA. I think OA was their favorite term over at mm. me, so OA. I see, OA. Mm-hmm. So they would say OA, and I would just feel shame. I would I'd feel embarrassed and, and shamed and it would happen again and again. So I just didn't want to say anything. I was already shy and it, it made me even more shy. And it took me a long time, probably till my 20s to start speaking up. And then when mm. it, in my 20s, I would overcompensate. <laughs> so I would just let whatever is happening, just let it happen until the point where I would get angry. And then I would get pissed and yell. It was definitely the situation where I would bottle things up until I couldn't anymore. And then I would just say something. But in my 20s and maybe in my 30s as well, is I didn't know how to speak up for myself. I would just hold it in Mm -hmm. until I got angry. Mm -hmm. And then I would just burst out yelling, being angry I didn't know how to express my feelings in a healthy way so it would come out as anger or an outburst I don't think it was until my 30s and definitely into my 40s where I can identify now when I do want to speak up when I do need to say something whether it's for myself or for someone I love or to speak out against injustice for people of color people are being discriminated against then that's where I can say my piece and and not to say that it still doesn't feel uncomfortable sometimes or still feels <laughs> I don't know, not shame I don't think shame is the feeling or emotion anymore I think it's more of fear sometimes 
like fear of something bad's going to happen or sadness. I feel like I'm being attacked. So I just want to hide. I think as we are coming into our own and coming out of our comfort zones and be able to speak up for ourselves and for others, maybe the feelings don't totally go away, but we're more aware of them. And yeah, the awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally identify with the awareness. So being more aware, being aware to what situations I choose to put myself into of mm, like yeah okay I can take this on I have the energy I have the strength I can stand up mm-hmm. and speak mm-hmm. out wanted to tell you that we love that you're here with us with Ube Arte. we introduced ourselves now you know me and now Gail and our why and and how we came about Ube Arte and the logo and our ideas around it and why the day was specifically chosen on June uh, 18th, um, 2021. Hi, Gail. Let everybody know about how they can follow us. Yes, Clubhouse, follow us at Gail Knott and Lana Jane. If you follow us, then you'll, we'll notify you for the next Ube Arte episode. We air live on Clubhouse on Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. And on Instagram, you can follow me at Gail Knott and follow Lana on Instagram at I-N-F-I-N-I-T dot yogi. Thank you for joining us. Till next time, you be Ma'arte. Mm-hmm.